Agents of Damned is a podcast intended for adults, featuring mature content that includes, but is not limited to, cursing, swearing, vulgar language and themes, verbal depictions of sexual themes and ideas, and potentially triggering depictions of depression, alcoholism, horror, and emotional and verbal abuse. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back to Agents of Damned, Age of Despair. I am your sometimes benevolent, often malevolent dungeon master, Jordan Hoshi Roman. And as always, I am joined by my fellow players. Hi guys, I'm Katie and I play Seth. Hey everyone, I'm Christina and I'm playing Wintera. I'm Drew McLean hey guys, you ever felt like... You know, you, you, you love your friends very dearly, but sometimes you just want to reach out and touch them right on the face. Kind of like this. Please don't. <laughs> no, stop it, stop it, stop it. Grab your mic. <laughs> I play the good Dr. Arlo Agon, sponsored by the concept of in-person gaming. We're in person today. Yeah, in person. <laughs> it only took us the entirety of campaign one. <laughs> Yeah, so if our sound sounds a little different or there's more bumps than normal, please forgive us. We are uh, all at the same conglomeration of tables. <laughs> it was nice to finally be able to say, fellow players, do that weird, obscure motioning thing to no one and have it actually be to someone for once. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. <laughs> I never noticed the motion before. Well, yeah, I do it every time because it helps me, I guess. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So uh, what about that recap as we head into our uh, unpending doom? I'm glad you asked. Impending. Impending. That's the word. <laughs> Last time, the agents dealt with the unfinished business they still had. Saith had a heart-to-heart with Barden and became a grandmother as Puddin explosively gave birth to a puddle of puddlings. Arlo picked up his newly modified lands from Nisa, Morgren, and to his surprise, Kespa, dropped off Polly to his mother to keep them both out of the fight, and finally got harassed at the Guild of Gains by Greta the Diviner. Finally, when Terra was greeted and repeatedly killed by the Fey Lords, had an emotional reconciliation with her family over the death at the hands of a Nightwalker, and was given an impromptu wagging by Morgren. As Bookworm confirmed their union by saying, no regrets. There was only one thing left for our heroes to do. And thus, we resume our tale. Well, we're still at the 
scene where you guys have just been married. You are still in front of the southern gates. Everyone is around you, and of course, by everyone, I mean you guys, uh, Team Outcasts, Morgren, and the Neverwinter Dragoons that Arlo had apparently been secretly training to throw a reception at a moment's notice. Don't forget the Feywild that has literally swarmed the entirety of Neverwinter. Yeah, but they're just kind of there by default now. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. Um, okay, so Wintera, um, as her and Bookworm are looking at each other, uh, looks up at her and has a little bit of a shut-eating grin on her face and is like, so what's the new word? What? Mate, wife, spouse. She turns so red. <laughs> what is it? What's the new word? I, 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 I don't, um, I, I mean, I, I guess. And she like starts like brushing her hair like really aggressively, like almost like kind of pushing it into her face. Like, I, I, I guess, wife. Wife is good. You see her like start to like wobble a little bit like she's about to pass out. <laughs> Don't pass out in front of all of these people. That's not I good. am trying so hard right now. You don't understand. <laughs> it's okay. Safe being like the maid of honor here kind of offers her tail a little <laughs> bit to, to, to help stand her up. Oh, when Tara sort of like takes Bookworm's hand as she's brushing through her hair and like moves it to the side is like, you're amazing and incredible. And of all of the things that could have happened today, this is probably the best one. Despite how everything went, I, I do agree. It's just a lot. A lot is an also agreeable term. <laughs> At this point, you guys notice that there seems to be some movement further in the crowd. It doesn't take long before y'all notice the towering figure of Orolo approaching. Oh, he's, he's gonna be <laughs> real mad. <laughs> we did not tell him. <laughs> In all fairness, Morgan didn't give y'all much time or context to tell anyone anything. Uh, so Orlo comes over to you guys and like, what on, what in the name of Faerun is going on here? I was coming to find Outcast. Uh, hi, sweetie. And Bookworm gives a very timid, like, wave back. Like, she doesn't know how to handle this. Like, what is, is there a party going on? You can ask Morgan. When Tara's your daughter-in-law now. Well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, bye. Arlo, get back here. Sorry, I got it. We got the uh, the we got to do the bouquet. But uh, there's so much to do. So much for the wedding. Seth has pickpocketed the fucking bouquet and is like, Barton, look, I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Oh yeah, you, you you got that bouquet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. As you utter the words daughter-in-law, Orlo, faster than you knew he could move, grabs you by the shoulders. Like it's not like he's not hurting you per se, but you know you can't move right now. And he just looks you dead as like, what do you mean? You are getting flashbacks to when Asmodeus tried to possess you when you told him you were going over to the Raven Queen. It is eerily similar in look that he is giving you. When Tara steps in at this point and, like, sort of almost force pushes him apart, Morgren married us. He takes his hands off of you and turns to Morgren and does the same to him. 
You what? You're welcome. Is it the logs? There's <laughs> <laughs> just like a look, like like I'm imagining a look of like like all of like the anger and confusion and like joy and worry like are just like all trying to get through the door at the same time. So there's just like a long blank stare. <laughs> Pretty much. Wintera grabs Bookworm gently by the hand and sort of steps forward again. And Bug has been around just sort of there and whines a little bit and looks up at Orlo. Er, er, er. <laughs> so Wintera pulls Bookworm forward and is looking mostly at her as she says this, but she's talking to Orlo and is like, Well, I mean, we do love each other and no regrets. I think, right? Yeah. Roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> Thing and I'll cares. say Bookworm's giving you the help action, so... Alright. Thing I'm really bad at. That's only a 12. I will say because Bookworm was helping you, it did also significantly lower the DC. <laughs> As Orlo turns his gaze back over to Morgren and says... When this is done, you and I are going to have a very long talk. You, me, and Yarvum. There's a very real chance that Nisa will be widowed at the end of that conversation. But it is going to happen. Am I clear? Yeah. Uh, Crystal. To be fair, my parents don't know either. He looks back to Morgan. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't. That didn't help. I will say, in Orlo's defense, uh, it is pretty wild to throw a surprise wedding, but also not entirely out of the realm of like. Things that are possible in our line of work and the general vibe of the wackiness we get up to. Hence, and Arlo gestures to like everything around him that was like very like quickly put up in like precise military order. Like, hence this kind of a plan. Like I had like an inkling that at some point we might just be like, honestly, this is the best scenario. I thought we we're gonna be like smack in the middle of a battlefield, uh, having to put this together. You mean like those pirate plays that sometimes get put on? The third one where they're like on the ship and they get married by the person that tried to kill them the first time? Oh yeah, our flag means ouch times. <laughs> it wasn't even the thing I was referencing. <laughs> what were you referencing? <laughs> I was referencing Pirates of the Caribbean. They do oh, it also in our flag means death, I think. Oh wow, I guess it's, it's a common a pirate, pirate trope. trope yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, you you mean um, Pirates of the Caribbean? No, Pirates of the Sword. What the fuck's a Shmerabian? You know, Shmerabian is the, the famous ship that was the scourge of all of the seas in this world we live in. The Shmerabian. Although I was a pirate, there was no such thing. There, there was 100% a ship called the Shmerabian. I, if there was, I never encountered it. Oh, well, it wasn't I guess much you of a scourge. Were, <laughs> I guess you were just kind of a you know, lame pirate or something. Sorry, what? What? What happened? Arlo, did they really have to go with Faye Donalds? <laughs> Look, I have a membership card. What? 
What? <laughs> if I get enough if I get enough punches, I get a free Fappy Meal, okay? It was the most like beneficial thing. You know me. Yeah, but look how you reacted. I meant for food. Alright, alright. Let's walk this back. Let's walk this back. Alright, so, Orlo. Hey, I'm making plans for if your daughter gets surprise married, would you like to be a part of, would you would you like to be prepared for the idea of at any moment, at any day, at any time, your daughter getting married? Would you like that? What of ya? Mm-hmm. She'd like to run through a bunch of drills about your daughter getting married and you having to suppress your emotions way, way down to make sure that you have uniform precision to execute her meal choices. When did you start getting defensive? Because I worked hard on this and everyone's critiquing. <laughs> Faye Donald? <laughs> Faye Donald is good. No. No to you. <laughs> also no. Thank you for putting together party part of whatever a wedding is supposed to be, Arlo, but Faye Donald's... Thank you for, yeah, 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 thank you, Arlo. Thank you for putting together. Uh, uh, we were just gonna, like, stand here in a field and be married and then, like, nothing happened and then you painstakingly put together everything, but oh, how dare you get Faye Donald's. Man, man, forget y'all. Forget you guys. And he, like, storms off. The flower crown he is cute. He knocks the bouquet on the ground. <laughs> Safe still has the bouquet. <laughs> uh, Bookworm kind of like meekly raises her hands like, um, I think I may have an alternative that everyone might like. What if we made it? The meal. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, I guess it's fine. You got this. <laughs> When did they get so far away? <laughs> I thought they were just right here. I know Arlo stormed off, but where'd Saith go? Saith can't cook. Are you kidding me? She's roasted all of her meals over a campfire for her entire life. She didn't mean me? literally everyone. Well, I think I think Saith took the bouquet of flowers and is going to find Barden, but I think she mentioned in a speaking stone text conversation briefly that they are mad at each other, so I don't know what she's planning on doing with the bouquet of flowers. So we'll find out what's going on. Something about puddlings? What is it? I don't know what a puddling could be. What? Alternatively, we can just pull off the reset. It feels somewhat disingenuous to hold the ceremony a second time. We we can do a no, we can postpone the reception until later tonight. It's the only other chance we'll get. Hey, we should just gather up like everyone who wants to get married today and just kind of like just just knock that out. <laughs> Morgan's like, sorry, out of spell slots. Um, we got we have more pal—not pal paladins. We have more um, we have more clerics around here somewhere. Where's um, where's what's your face from um, from the other team? You'd be surprised how few people actually keep ster- ceremony stocked. I don't know. The The vibe she gives me is that, like, she keeps ceremony stocked all the time in hopes that it will finally happen. You would be surprised. Who am I there? Is it Hope? Hope, right. Where's Hope at? Uh, probably off with the rest of Divine Shield. I don't know. Alright, what are, what, are what are clerics we know? Also not a cleric. Is she not a cleric? No, she's not a cleric, Arlo. Huh. 
Divine Soul Sorcerer, but basically the same thing. Oh, that is similar. Oral Arcanine says, Tonight might be the last chance that we get for anything like that. Yavum has found Narif. So, Arlo. Yeah. You you kind of just stormed off after being berated for all of your hard work just because some people, most people, all people, didn't appreciate the menu. Look, everybody everybody acts like they don't love Faye Donalds, but it's not like they're sitting here on, like, you know, just goodwill alone. Everyone's going just in secret. Uh, and as you are just, like, huffing around, just, I imagine sort of, like, mumbling this to yourself... Uh, you accidentally, like, almost trip over something. Ah, what the hell? Ow, God, my face! And you have, uh, tripped into SIBO. <laughs> oh, hey, what's going on, short stack? Oh, uh, broken nose, but not much beyond that. You have very hard knees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. The streets seem oddly empty right now. Do you know what's going on with that? Oh, wedding. Oh, neat. Congratulations! Oh, not not me. Oh, yeah, well, I guess that tracks you would be over there, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, mo- more than likely. I'm glad you added the the whole distance thing, and more like the not, yeah, that tracks you wouldn't be getting married. That would have been fucked. I don't know your love life. It's not good. Same. This I like, they share like a a moment of like, just kind of like a like an understanding silence. Like it'd be like that, man. It'd be like that. <laughs> He he points to his um, onesie that he's wearing, which says "Gnome and Alone." Oh God, <laughs> poor Sibo! Man, <laughs> damn! I didn't think that was that funny. Gnome and Alone. Wow. <laughs> Wait. Is it gnome ampersand alone, or is it gnome in, like, gnome, like, gnome in, like, apostrophe alone? Like, is he, like, gnome in, like, a verb, or a gnome and alone? And. <laughs> They're both so good. They are both very choice, but uh, contextually, I meant and. Ah, uh, yeah, Sivo. That's a very depressing was. Why would they make that? Don't know, but they had it in my size. Yeah, fair enough. Which is to say gnome, but, you know. Did someone steal my idea of making gnome fashion business based on onesies? I, either that or we just didn't notice that there was someone already filling that niche. I mean, who thinks to look for that? Yeah, that's fair enough. I gotta look into that later. Uh, anyway, uh, what brings you to, what brings you to town? Uh, just going to get a bite to eat. Uh, got some coupons for Faye Donald's. See? Everyone eats at Faye Donald's, just no one admits it. I literally just admit... What? It was it was a whole thing with catering at a wedding. And Wait, hold on, did you cater a wedding with Faye Donald's? It was impromptu. Alright, fair. See? Completely fair. And if you see that wedding doesn't look impromptu... Randall's drilled for months. Do you want to go get a fappy meal together? I feel like you got some stuff you need to get off your chest. Yeah, let's go get a fappy meal. So you guys head on over to Faye Donald's. Um, you see that the staff there is 
exhausted. Like, so many of them are just sitting at, like, the tables there, just drowning themselves in Diet Cola, and they look up like, Oh my god, please, no more. We just need a couple Fappy Meals, man, sorry. <sighs> we can make them ourselves if, if you're really yeah, tired. Yeah, just go fucking whatever, man. Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna roll in the back and just grab a couple things. Yeah, fine. God, I can't believe they came through and ordered ten thousand burgers. Why would they need that many? It was for a wedding. Wait, that was you? No. So you guys go into the back. You grab your stuff, run it through the convection oven just to get it lukewarm, really. And you guys go find a table that's not currently being occupied by disgruntled and honestly borderline dead Faye Donald's employee. And this is like, so, uh, I don't really know how to do this whole like emotional support thing. I just kind of offered this on a whim, but I realized kind of halfway through the cooking process, I didn't really know what I was going to be doing once we sat down, so, um, what's up? Um, I mean, you know, just kind of like, I mean, if we're talking romance, it's kind of continued bad luck. I mean, I'm happy for my friends and stuff, and like, I'm glad that they're happy, but like, I don't know, I've always kind of made like the wrong choices romantically. Like what? Uh, oh gosh, I don't even think my friends know this. There was this professor when I was in, yeah, when I was in school to become a cleric. And then I had like this thing for Ryan and like I took a step back and I was like, wait a minute, you're kind of a mess. And there's kiss, and song. Last one was a song. I was, was I was debating whether or not I should even <laughs> let you roll disadvantage, and you know what? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Absolutely not. No rolls today, sir. Not for that. Thought about it. Decided no. <laughs> okay, now I'm... I'll admit I'm not always the most attentive person. But I am currently, like, on my third cup of coffee for the day, so I am pretty, as the kids say, woke right now. That's not what that means, but continue. (laughs) (laughs) I apologize, I know that was stupid. No, but it was perfect! I can hear a boomer saying it. That's the thing. Seabo's a boomer, confirmed. Oh, God. Seaboomer. Oh. Seaboomer. But he's a cool boomer. Like, he's trying not to be a boomer. (laughs) Those are the best ones. He's like, hello, fellow teens. Uh, So I can tell you you were trying to say a name before you started impromptu. I'm assuming that was supposed to be singing? Uh, I don't know what you mean. I was singing a very popular song amongst Dragonborn. What's the name of the song? Uh, Thoughts out. Hold on. It's called uh, Hold On. Mm-hmm. I, I don't recall uh, that title having a K sound anywhere, and then it sounded like it drew a sing before the music started to hit you, so... I'm guessing it's someone whose name 
starts with a cur sound. Uh, you, it's, so, it's Casper. Ah! Who's Casper? Uh, honestly, that makes more sense than you knowing who Casper is off the top of your head. Uh, That would have been weird if you would have just been like, ah, yeah, it's Casper, I know her. Yep, no, I, that copy's not from Silvery Moon. Uh, it's, uh, it is, uh. It is a complicated sitch in that, like, my initial reaction to them was just kind of like, all right, all right, person. And then, like, I don't know, they turned out to be, like, really cool. But, like, also they're, like, royalty, which I feel like puts them out of my league. But also I'm the head of a very powerful and influential clan, which I keep forgetting. And if I think about it too hard, I spiral, so I don't think about it. But... I think that also puts us in a similar league. But I'll, I I don't know, man. I don't know. How do you approach things anymore? Hmm. This is di- this feels like different. Like I feel like if I fuck this one up, it's really bad. How royal? Uh It's like on a scale of 1 to 10, probably like a 9. Ooh, that's freaking royal. It's like very royal. Yeah, that that would be a really bad fuck up. Um, That's royale with cheese. Love that play. (laughs) Well, if you want my opinion on things, I think the best thing that you can do is... Let me roll to see if he gives good advice. Oh, boy. Oh no! You should always be sure to assert dominance, regardless of what it is they tell you. Oh, is that is that for real? Your advice, Evo? You know, I, I I said it because that's what I've done. But then I also remembered my own status, and I've kind of realized maybe maybe I also got bad advice. Yeah, that sounds that sounds real bad. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm not the right person for this. Um, I I more just you know invent things. Hmm. Who do we know that's good at romance? You know, I think when Tara's pretty decent at it, I heard I think she had nope, a thing going nope, on. Nope. Nope. None of that. Why? No. We need someone who is good at romance and can also keep secrets, which is not when Tara. I love her dearly. Hmm, let's see. Other people I know who are in good relationships. Wait a minute. I know the master of romance. Alar. Who? Alar. He's, he's a friend of mine. He's going on dates like all the time. And I assume they're successful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, look, but before you go run off to, um, whoever this person is, um, the, I guess this dater person, um, can I get your opinion on something? Sure, of course. Okay, so, um, I'm not sure if you've heard or not, but, um, apparently the invasion is happening tomorrow. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big part of that, actually. I know that, but I mean, anyway, um, so, I'm not much of a combatant, obviously, but I, I still want to help out, you know, just try and figure things out. I used to be the head of the uh, guilt of the quality of improvement of life, but, it, you know, then Silver Moon got destroyed. Um, so I've been trying to think of a way I can help people um, in this fight. I kept trying coffee, but apparently that doesn't always work. Um, 
And then I remembered before I had this obsession with caffeine, I also used to be just, you know, a practical inventor. Or, as many people viewed it, an impractical inventor. Uh, and so I had this thing that I thought might actually be able to help some people who may not be as um, combat efficient. And I wanted your opinion on whether or not you thought it was good or not. All right, shoot. Okay. And he pulls out uh, this, like, helmet and straps it onto his head. It's like, I should probably move to a more spacious location before I do this. I just realized I could cause a lot of collateral damage. Oh, my. Wait. I just imagined him moving into the McDonald's, they're not the McDonald's, the Faye Donald's play area. Yeah, he does that. Yes. Like, it's like, there we go, that'll do. And he just- He's go, in the ball pit. He, he dips his foot in the ball pit. It's like, oh my god, it's so wet. Oh, <laughs> no. It's still oily. No. I don't remember that being the way this is. You look over to one of the employees and he just shrugs. I don't know, there's like a bird man in here, and I don't clean that place. We don't get paid enough to clean that shit. <laughs> Plus, kids like it, so whatever. Parents hate it, but... <laughs> uh, and so as he is wading his way through this oily ball pit, he pulls, like, a lever on it, and these blades come out, and they start rapidly spinning over and over and over again, and then... After a little bit, like, he looks at you like, ah, ah, and then he starts taking off and looks very upset. <laughs> like, now, 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 and he, like, stops the whole thing and, like, retracts back and he just splashes into the ball pit. Oh, see, boy, that's a helicopter helmet. That's pretty neat. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> that was always my intention with it. Definitely wasn't thinking a sword helmet. That would be stupid. Yeah, yeah, man, that would have been the dumbest fucking idea, but helicopter helmet? That fucks, man. I'm glad you like it, he says with a single discreet tear rolling down his face. <laughs> Definitely wasn't a bug. It's a feature. Well, glad you like it. I'll go ahead and start reproducing these um, as intended. Uh, good luck with your thing. He says you can just barely hear like the sounds of crying, which you assume to be tears of joy. Ah, I'm so glad that I can make my friend happy and... Let him know the invention is really something good. That's Sebo. He's he's going places. I can tell. Okay, so going back over towards the wedding scene, I'm assuming Seth is still there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you have also now just heard this news that. Narif has been found and the invasion is going to be tomorrow. And you know you have a call you need to make. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go ahead and roll for your I know a guy to see how well this stone call goes. I got an 11. Lucky bitch. Okay. So, yeah, you, uh, pick up your stone... Make the call. And after a few months here. Laotian speaking. One moment. What? The uh, fuck? Alright, sorry, sorry. Just wrapping something up. You have Laotian. You remember that time you said I had one favor? Um. Sure. I'm calling it in. 
Right, um... Jessica? It's safe. Safe, yes, of course, sorry. Uh, just haven't quite hit that post not clarity. I, you would think after, what, 15 years of working together, you'd know what my voice sounds like, considering it's always, you know, the same. I'm sorry, Jasper's really good at what he does. Very distracting. Um, <clears throat> I need everybody. Everything you've got. For, like, sex, or...? War. Oh, 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 oh. Alright, uh, let me put on some pants. Um, right, how soon? Tomorrow. Fuck me, alright, um... God, everyone? Everyone. Oh, God, notice I'll never give out free favors again. Um... Oh, don't worry, I'll make it up to you. With, um, with, 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 like, sex? Or? Oh, well, no, not I can't do that anymore. Sorry, I'm with somebody. But, oh, congratulations! Um, thank you. His, his name is Barton. He's a very nice guy. You'll meet him when you get here. But, um... Can't wait. Get here. I'll see you soon. Right, I'll figure that one out. Um, like, late tomorrow, or...? As soon as possible. Fucking... All right, fine. See fine. you tonight. Bye! <laughs> Hangs up. Safe, so you look like you're about to vomit. Are you okay? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Um... Let's just say that Jasper was helping Lotion, um, produce his own grease. That was the bird guy, right? Yep. Mm. <laughs> yep. Oh. And the vampire. Oh. oh. That you never met. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who the vampire is, but I understand I, what I you talk, mean. I talked about Lotion before. Uh, Lotion's coming and, and, and he's bringing in an army. Actually, uh, you... you as she as she says it, you can see the look on her face of nope. That's nope. That's not the word I wanted to use. That's all right. I was about to ask, are you sure that's the phrasing you want? Yeah, no. And I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for recognizing that phrasing. Um, look, I've hung out with you and Arlo long enough now. Yeah, pick up on some things, not a lot, but some things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, all right. Well, so while they're cleaning up. You, uh, you guys, you guys go enjoy your wedding, and I'm gonna go find my boo thing and show him that I caught this. Oh, is it, like, significant? <laughs> That's for another time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, as, Remember, as, both knees. <laughs> so, like, as she said this, like, I just kind of looked at her and smiled. Um, but, like, if, if it... <laughs> she says this and Saith, Saith kind of does the same thing, but it's more of a, a sympathetic, like... Like, she, she looks at you like, oh, honey. Like, oh, bless your heart. And she just kind of, like, gently puts her hand on your shoulder and then walks away. <laughs> I will take that as a yes, but I still don't know what it does. <laughs> so, Bookworm, what's the, uh, what are we supposed to do at this point? Uh, well, I guess we're on cooking duty to get ready for the, the other reception tonight. Okay. Yeah, we can go do that. Alright, um... Dad, where have you been, uh, cooking, mostly? I'll take you there. And Orlo starts guiding you all down. And as you guys are making your way through the streets of Neverwinter, the party has obviously been somewhat scattered at this point. The Dragoons are... With a concerning level of precision, also cleaning up after themselves. And not really like putting everything away, but more like just moving it to what 
they believe to be the second location or what they will enforce to be the second location, time will tell. Mm. And as you are walking through the streets, you sense something. It feels familiar, and you think back to the moment you came back to life. And you remember the figure of that Eladrin woman that helped guide you back. And instinctively, you look over and you actually see her there. With a little raptor next to her, with feathers braided along in its... Neck? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it was something like that you sent me, I don't remember fully. <laughs> I read it, I swear. Sure, I believe you. Now roll me for your I know a guy. Is it, this is just straight, right? Uh, I believe it is either... I think it's plus charisma. So straight. Yeah. Oh, wow. 16. So you see... Uh, shard, and she walks over to you. This little raptor basically riding her heels, like, trying to hide behind her, but not wanting to, like, move any further away from her, but also very clearly not wanting to move forward towards other people. Oh. Poison. And as she approaches you, you realize just how truly large this person is. When you were in the ethereal realm being brought back, it didn't fully occur to you at the time because of all that was going on, but now it kind of just, like, dawns on you, like, you're standing next to Bookworm and Orolo and still. Oh, wow. She's a lot taller than I remember. Who are you? Oh, my God. Hello, Sh- Quintara. Oh, um, hi. Shard, right? I am pleased to hear that you remember my name. I, I try to. Uh, there's a lot of people I meet, so sometimes I'm not always the best at it, but, uh, I, I, yeah, I do my best. Um, hi. Uh... I make sense you would be here with all of the rest of the Fae. How, how are things going for you? Terrible. Why? We are at war. Right, yeah. Yep. Did you not know this? Nope, I'm aware that we're at war. Strange, then, that you would have asked. Who are these people? Oh, um, this is my wife, Bookworm. You see that Bookworm, like, blushes very brightly. She is... Still very much not used to that. And Orlo, you see, like, a sort of, like, angry smile in that, like, he's very happy <laughs> to hear that, but still very cross that he missed it. <laughs> <laughs> and this is her father. I think they used the word father-in-law? Orlo. Yes, that is what you are to me now. Or what I am to you. Sorry, I got to hold it backwards. <laughs> okay. Orlo. <laughs> a pleasure. Likewise, my name is Shard. I serve Lady of the Night as one of her most trusted soldiers. And I was hoping I could speak with Winterra as the shepherd for a moment. If that is all right, I dare not pull you away from your new wife, I understand how precious these bonds are. Oh, um, 
yeah, uh, where are you two heading? I, I can meet you later. It's the cafeteria where you would help to volunteer before you started shedding. Right, right, all right. Yep, <clears throat> I know exactly where it is. I will meet up with you two later. Okay. And there's, like, a moment where, like, she's, like, wanting to, like, walk away but can't bring herself to do it. And then she just gives, like, a quick little kiss and Aww. walks oh. off. <laughs> when Tara's turn to turn uh, a couple shades of red. Orlo looks on so happily. And they leave, leaving just you and Shard and, by default, Poison. When Tara sort of just, like, lingers on her gaze, watching Bookworm leave, not really quite realizing that she's doing that before realizing and then turning to Shard, like, right, um, you needed to speak with me as the shepherd. It is so nice to see, young love. You are very lucky. Why? Cherish the bonds that you have while you have them. Some are not as eternal as you would like them to be. A lesson I have learned all too well. Right. Um. I know we're at war, but like, are you good? Yes, no, fine. Thank you. Okay. This is, this is just like, you? This is how you are? Is there something wrong? No, just making sure I, I'm getting the baseline. Yeah. Okay. Right, um, I, I will. Um, I've definitely learned to cherish her a lot, I think, more since um, the events that you are well aware of. Yes, I am glad to see that you have recovered well from that. Yeah. Recovering, but yeah. Forgive me, it appears I may have misspoken. I meant physically. Yes. I think I think physically I'm all back to normal, Winteria says, looking to make sure she isn't missing something she wasn't aware of. You've all your limbs. Fret not. Oh, good. Yep. All right. <laughs> Glad I didn't randomly lose one. Um, right. So, you know, the war and stuff. Um, I, I also wanted to talk to you. Um, I think uh, my grandmother mentioned that you are very well adept at fighting and from what my friends have said um it sounds like that's very true um thank you for keeping them safe by the way yes how are they by the way uh Saith is good she is very happy i think um this tracks well she smiled a lot <laughs> <laughs> and arlo is as Amazing and frustrating as always. So very much the same. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Arlo at Faydonald's sneezes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're they're good. But yeah, she she said that you were very good at fighting. Um, and so we are finalizing like our plans for how things are going to look during the fight. And I was wondering, um, do you think that you would be able to? break away from whatever your plans are and join us more centrally up front in the base that we're going to? For that question, I would say my answer is yes and no. Okay. I know that you have spoken with the other lords and they have told you what our plan is. In full. If I are to follow you... Sure, I would be breaking away from 
the rest of our armies, but it still stays in line with our plan, I believe. We go where you need us to. So yes, you'll help, but no, it's not doing something you're not supposed to? Is that what I'm understanding? You are quite wise. I hate, I hate hearing that, but uh, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> Why? Do you not like to be complimented? I can insult you instead if you would like. <laughs> I don't... You know, sure. Very well. You of the material plane are quite confusing. Okay. How? You like to be harassed instead of complimented. We of the Fae do prefer compliments, generally. I find this confusing. I think most people are not used to getting compliments. We don't give them out very often. You are all quite rude, then. <laughs> you know, Shard, you're not wrong. I know. <laughs> oh, okay, we can go back to the compliments. I've got to get used to those, I think. Um, are you sure? Yeah. I would not wish to make you uncomfortable. I can call you stupid if you would like. <laughs> Please don't. Okay, then. We shall go back to compliments. <laughs> I'm glad you're starting to see the light. <laughs> when Tara sort of also, um, as the she's talking with Shard, is holding her hand out for to poison as like a gesture of, you know, introduction and goodwill. Roll animal handling. Okay. What? Animal handling from the druid? 26. It takes a little bit because poison is, well, poison. But uh, she does eventually like start sniffing your hand and coming closer to you. Does she eat meat? Yes. Ah. Do was... not be afraid, though. N you are unlikely to be on her menu. She is also quite timid. Well, I wasn't worried about her biting me, um, although I'm used to that. Uh, I'm fond, ah, fond of dinosaurs, too. No, I was asking. I, I carry jerky on me. Um, I was going to give her some if it's okay. She would love that. When Tara offers poison jerky. As you do, you see Poison's eyes, like, go wide, and she just... <laughs> Aren't you so cute? Oh my goodness. So ferocious. <laughs> and she really goes back to starts hiding behind <laughs> Shard. May I pet yours? Oh, uh... And she motions down towards Bug, who has always been there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Bug. Yeah, of course. Barf. Would you like to roll shards animal handling? Sure. I'm sure you have her character sheet pulled up somewhere. It's just on a different page in my app, yeah. Let's see. 13. Yeah, so with that, uh, Bug, who is far more friendly of a creature, just goes up very eager tail wagon. Bark, bark, bark! Ah, 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 ah. That's the sound of him breathing with his tongue out. Yeah, <laughs> Why does she breathe like that? <laughs> because your summons don't make right sounds. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. This is the rule of Winterra. Your summons all sound wrong. <laughs> and Shard, like, kneels down and begins to pet Bug. It's like, ah, you are very cute. Those sound horribly sick and dying. Oh, yeah, they just all sound like that. I, I probably should get it checked out. I don't know. Something about my magic just does that. <laughs> that is... We'll say curious because you've asked me not to insult you anymore. It's concerning. Deeply. <laughs> so I don't have exact plans on what our final plans are, um, but we are supposed to be, I think, getting together to go over final plans, at least 
in a group later for this reception of the wedding that I didn't know I was having today. Um, oh, you're that recently married. Yes. Congratulations. Thanks. Do you have any advice about being married that I should know about? Because there's a lot of things about material plane, not forest living that I don't know. So I figure Feywild advice can't be any worse than the advice I already have from being in a forest. I was going to ask if you were sure you wanted knowledge on fake on material plane customs from one of the Fey, but what you have said makes good logical sense, so I suppose it can't be any worse than whatever advice you have already received. Most of the advice I have is from Arlo, so I definitely think it can't it can be worse. It can definitely be better. Yes. <laughs> he seemed quite sad and alone when I met him. He gave that vibe. <laughs> Arlo on the outside of the Fey Donald sneezes, and he's like, who the fuck? <laughs> As I said before, cherish the bonds that you have while you have them. Life can be cruel, and you may one day find that you no longer have the people that you did before. So cherish them, Shepard. Like every day is the last you'll ever have with them. And I think you will do quite well. I will. Thanks. If you will excuse me, I shall go and reconvene with the other Fey Lords to inform them that I shall not be joining them in the battle, but rather shall be fighting alongside you. Okay. Um, they know how to get in touch with me if they need me. Yes, and yet still somehow... That's not a Fey thing, they're just bad about that. Oh, okay, good, good to know. Yeah, no, most of us are a lot more on top of it than that. They're just kind of insufferable. Okay, I was wondering. Yes. Don't tell Lady Sarastra I said that, though. I won't. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I can trust you on this one, Wintera. <laughs> Thanks, Shard. I'll see you later. And she uh, will walk off. <sighs> Wintera will go and join back up with Bookworm and Orlo and help them do any cooking since she's not currently shedding and her allergies are gone. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> it's weird how those issues only seem to ever last one episode. Right. And now, a quick word from our sponsors. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, I was just, yeah, I was talking about the, the thing, you know, yeah. with the... Uh, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, no, Drew? Uh, Drew? Drew? Are you okay? Drew? You good? Oh, God, no. Yes. Oh, no, yes. they got him. Yes. He turned into the uh, dice gremlin. It is I, the dice goblin. Gremlin. Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the commercial. It's the fucking dice goblin. Katie. Oh, no, not the dice goblin. Dice goblin, why are you here? I am here for I am the dark passenger within you all that you cannot sate. He's right. I feel the need to buy dice now, but wherever will I do that? Ah, you'll never be able to get enough high-quality dice at a low price to satiate me. There is no such place to get such things. That's not true. What? You can go to www.adventuredice.ca. And put in the code AGENTS at your time of purchase. You'll get 10% off. 
wow, do they have, like, a wide variety of things to choose from? Like, regular dice, small dice, big dice, wooden dice, metal dice, sharp edge dice, and, uh... Even D6 and D10 sets. Wait, they have D6s and D10 sets? Shit! Exactly, and you can get almost every single set, with the exception of the Andrea's Adventurous Charity set. That's still over 300 dice to choose from! So many dice! Your dice goblin will surely be satisfied. Now, with all of these dice available, the dark passenger has been saved and I am vanquished now! Oh god, did you die? Hey guys, what's up? What did I miss? There he is, he's all good. Hey, thanks adventuredice.ca! I don't know what's going on, I left me at a sandwich. So, yeah, you all uh, reconvene back up. You do the cooking, uh, which may or may not just be a uh, deeply veiled mechanical benefit of some kind. <laughs> you know, done by the two druids and a bard. Mm, not a hero's feast of any kind. Oh, shit, that is a spell. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so you all prepare your hero's feast and... Later that night, everyone, and I mean this time truly everyone, meets in the town hall to celebrate your union. The guard, all of the other armies that were there, all of the parents as they would like to be. Uh, and of course, Saith and Arlo, you are there as well. Uh, how do you all choose to... Uh, Celebrate and partake of this now that you guys are, you know, you guys have had time to actually think about, oh, a party is going to happen. When Tara has gotten together with Erwin and she's like, you're going to help me sneak up on Arlo. I'm just glad I'm not the, the victim this time. What are we doing? Standard normal things, I think. All right, tabletop. Yeah. All right, cool. Saith is holding like a bright blue, like cyan colored puddling and it's got like a little bow like <laughs> tying off like a tiny oh. piece of, of of goo on top. It just keeps sliding off. It does. It, it keeps sliding off and like Saith just keeps pushing it back up to the top. <laughs> um, That's very cute. Every so often it like sinks all the way into oh. the puddling and then it just goes and like pops it out in like a little bu- bubble that floats up and then Saith is like puts it back on it. <laughs> Have you named this one? Uh, this one is, is literally, its name is just Blue. That's Yay. its name. Oh, Blue. Blue regard, cute kazoo. And she thought this one was particularly cute because she's wearing a blue dress. And so like, it's just like, she's she's just holding this tiny little blue button. Puddling. Aww. What's Arlo doing? Yeah, they walk up to um, Alar at the party like, Hey, Alar, enjoying the wedding? Ugh. Yes, yes I am. It's good to see you again. The 15th time today, Arlo. It's not been that many times. You're right. How could I have miscounted? This makes 16. So anyway, I have have romance questions. I know, Arlo. I know. What, What is it about this prospect that is so difficult for you? Okay, so like, I can't, like, you give me like the advice and then I go... And then I uh, was like, all right, I just got to like do it. And then I don't. So how do I not do that? Have you tried alcohol? Shit. 
He looks so mad. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he does the thing that a cartoon does where, it, like, the red slowly raises from the bottom, like, at the bottom. Oh, yeah. Before, as you, like, run off to go get some boost, it, like, grabs you by the face, like, swooshing your face, and brings you, like, all right, listen, this is the last time I'm going to give you any advice, so listen well. Do you hear me? Uh-huh. You have been asking me for advice. I have a very, very different approach to this than I think is what you are looking for. I am not looking for long-lasting love. I tried that once, didn't work out great for me. I'm still kind of getting over that. I look for cheap fucks, okay? I don't think that's what you are looking for. Just be yourself, because anything I tell you to do otherwise will not be genuine. If this person likes you, then they'll like you. Now go get some goddamn scotch in you, and please stop asking me the same question so many times. My friend. Arlo hugs him. He just kind of sits there taking it, not sure if he should be angry or, like, <laughs> pleased with his outcome. When Tara and Erwin use this, this moment of Arlo's weakness to plot there, jumping him... <laughs> I would imagine at this point, Erwin, like, has, like, knelt down beside, like, behind Arlo, and Arlo is too happy, and Arlo and Alar is too annoyed to notice. You have the perfect opportunity to just go and push. Yep. <laughs> She's gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, you just take them both down. I am still hugging Alar. He does go with me. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, because inherently for this to work, Winter would have to push Alar to get to you. Yep. <laughs> ah, God, son of a bitch! Ah, what the f- Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> why am I, why am I part of this? <laughs> um, casualty of the situation. That would have been really painful, but luckily Alar broke my fall. Thanks, bud. Get off of me! Winter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just said to be the first time I met. Boom! Oh. <laughs> <It stands> up. <laughs> high fives with Erwin. <laughs> high fives back. <laughs> Say it as you are uh, playing with the puddling, Barton comes up and is like, I cannot even begin to tell you how happy I am that that crap finally came off. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. He's all together now and, and seems to be feeling okay. No, I, I I know it's not your fault. You could not have possibly known that Rick was going to enter my apartment, nor could you have possibly known he was going to pop, put in like a bubble. Yeah, that, that was a little extreme. Sorry about that. Um... They did end up pretty cute, though. Yes, yes, they did. And they, as per your recommendation, do go along quite nicely with my new dishware. I'm still very mad at that bird. I really can't fault you. No. Hey, um, so I, I caught something at the wedding. He takes a step back and's like, did you get tested? Oh, no, I... <laughs> she, she raises her tail from behind your back and she's holding the bouquet. Oh, those are so love. Oh, 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 oh. He like reaches around like frantically, like almost like punching someone in the face to grab like a thing of champagne, just downs it immediately. <laughs> those are nice. Aren't they lovely? We're, uh, the, the wedding you said. Uh-huh, um, yeah. Just, just a bouquet? No, no, it's, 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 uh, The, the, okay, the, yeah. the, that's the preposition. Hey. Yeah. The one. He reaches over, grabs another thing of sh champagne, downs it again. <laughs> <laughs> then he, like, holds up his hands, like, it's not because of you, I promise. I'm just third flute. 
Damn. Arlo in the background. Is Bard freaking out because of that one wizard that cursed the all bouquets to actually hold the wedding thing so that when you do catch the bouquet, you are magically bound to be married next? We all know this! Stop lore dropping! No! <laughs> <laughs> Why does he always do this with things everyone knows? <laughs> I, I don't know. Something, something about he always wants to make sure everybody knows, even if he knows everybody knows. It's so obnoxious! I know, it's very annoying. Is that why the bouquet is significant? Oh, uh, the book, yeah, exactly. And yeah. it was glowing? As soon as the wedding like came about, like the bouquet, no one put the bouquet together. The bouquet appeared. <laughs> yeah, the bouquet now just turns into an engagement ring. Now that she showed it to him. <laughs> hey, all right. <laughs> wow, that looks nicer than anything I could afford. Yeah, it's all right. You it's know, maybe that wizard ain't so bad. It's not that, not that bad. I'm okay with Somewhere that. Somewhere the the, okay great, with that. the great wizard Monogamo. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Cackles. <laughs> I mean. He could have made a worse joke by saying his twin brother, Palago. Hotel Palago. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut the actual fuck up, you whore. <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, just so it's clear, I'm kidding. Um, it's very tacky to get uh, engaged at somebody else's wedding. It's also yeah, fantasy, so it's fine. No, it's not. Yeah, right. It's It's fine. The wizard thing is real, though. Oh yeah, that's that's why it happened. It's outside of your control. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You didn't choose for this to happen. The wizard deemed it so. The yep. wizard deemed it so, yes. That's I mean, fair enough. It's a curse that has existed since before time itself. No one can truly comprehend the wizard's intentions, nor can they fight his great will. Yeah, she's a she she's she's going to hold the the uh, the bouquet over him and she's going to pull him in for a kiss and uh you know, she's, she's going to hold him for a second, and she's just going to say, No matter what happens tomorrow, I'm glad that we had this. All of it. Me too. Never, uh... I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't change it, any of it. Even, even the very first meeting. I may have a few notes on that first meeting, but... <laughs> Still glad it happened. I needed the character development. Yeah, you were still pretty early on in your story. I was. <laughs> and here we are, ending it. Well, well hopefully not. <laughs> closing out this uh, this chapter. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that one instead of ending. Ending sounds far more morbid. I think it's perfect. If we're gonna lose some people tomorrow... Why not make sure everybody has a good time tonight? As soon as Saith says that, there's just a bunch of fucking animals that come crashing through the party that were like summons from the druids. Oh my word. <laughs> oh great, this will be fun to deal with afterwards. Fourth shoot. <laughs> Mostly dinosaurs. Because also Faye. <laughs> you hear Sarastra on top of one of them just going, Fuck yeah! Um, Saith, uh, catches Arlo's eye, and, uh, she holds her hand up. Arlo, like, um, notices, like, the ring, and is just like, Huh. Well, she did catch the bouquet, so that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> that is in line with the wizard's will. <laughs> that, that is in line with what we expect to happen when someone catches a bouquet in this universe. Yep. 
There you go. I'll lean into it. <laughs> I was kidding. I was kidding, but you guys wanted it. I'll lean into it. Yeah, fuck is it. That, why not? All right. Yeah. I'm here. We've been talking about that since the last episode ended, so fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not getting away with this. All right. Know. Okay. All right. But I don't know, like, takes that look. And he's like, he he steals his courage. And then he goes and he grabs one of the dragoons that's back, um, walking by and he goes, Cadet. Yes, sir. The emergency flask. He, like, gives you, like, the most solemn nod and, like, dips into his uh, blazer jacket, which is, of course, over his armor still because gotta be, gotta be ready. Gotta be ready. Uh, and pulls out this, like, platinum flask uh, with the symbol of the Aegon family crest on it, hands it to you and says, good luck, sir. You're gonna want to stand back. He, he drinks the entire flask in one go. Um... Shoots fire out of his nose in like just a erupting like fountain. Shakes his head and he goes like, "All right, let's do this." That was metal as fuck, sir. Thank you, cadet. Your you're voice change. You're, <laughs> you're 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 gonna you're gonna need to be on standby. I'll be able to see you. You won't be able to see me. That's concerning, but all right. He nods and then like does the Homer Simpson into a bush. <laughs> All right, Arlo goes to find Kespa. Yeah, you uh, wander around uh, and you find uh, Kespa is over talking with her aunt and your mother. Never mind. <laughs> he walks by. Uh, as you do, Rankle is like, oh, Arlo, uh, could you come over here for a moment? We were actually just talking. Oh, I'm, I, I have to go to the bathroom. Kespa's like, actually... You know, I think I do too. I'll join you all in a second again. And walks away from them and over towards you. He's like, you really need to work on your subtlety. Uh, I, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm not great at it. Are you drunk? N- no. Are you drunk? Tipsy, but... I'm also tipsy. This is what tipsy sounds like. It's not what it smells like. You, you, we all have different tolerances. Let's go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okey And she'll like guide you off somewhere. Uh, Kespa herself is wearing uh, like a pantsuit sort of thing, but like still like very, very nice. Tiara. Tiara? Is she wearing her tiara? Oh, right. Because princess. Yeah, it's a formal occasion. Forgive me. I was confused for a second. Um, yeah, I'll say that she is. And uh, she takes you somewhere that's a little bit more private. And then she turns to you and says, I hear so much as one fucking snicker, I swear to God, I'll pop you right in the nose. What? No, no. Your, no. your mm-hmm. majesty? I swear to God, Arlo. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, I'll let it go. But it, uh, the, the tiara looks nice. It suits you. Everyone always says that. But thanks. It's the. I don't know. I feel like since our last adventure, I haven't had like a lot of time to hang out, and I I think that's I'm kind of the cause of that because I keep walking away awkwardly mid conversation. Yes, you do. It is not unnoticed either. Yeah, um, that is because I I I I. There's someone passing by with a champagne flute if you need it. Nope, nope. Doing it live. Uh-huh. Alright. We should do 
a date. You know, I have to admit, I was afraid it was going to be so much worse, but you actually said it rather competently. Were you waiting for me this whole time? You are, like I said, man, you need to work on the subtlety. It is so obvious. Like, dear, not quite as bad as, like, Winterra and Bookworm were, like, but... Bob, I mean, almighty, man! <laughs> are you gonna say something? Yeah, could've. Jerk. <laughs> she, like, gives you, like, a smirk and, like, punches you on the shoulder. Like, yeah, but, uh... Well, let's just say I'm already drowned in tradition, and I thought, uh, why not give in to one for once? <laughs> well, if you'd like to go out with me, I'd be very happy to do so. I know I will say, because your shenanigans, you knocked yourself down from fancy dining experience to TGI Fridays. Mm, well, that is a more hollowed ground for our people. Ain't eh, true. Well... As it stands right now, uh, I am, unfortunately, a bit busy. But, here's what I'll say. After tomorrow, I should be a lot more free. Yeah, then all we have to do is not die. I'm gonna hold you to that. No promises. Arlo. Okay, one promises. That was something that came up while I was talking with my aunt and your mom. You apparently take after Jacob in several ways. Don't let that be one of them. You're a good man. And I don't date dead people. What was that last part? I said I don't date dead people. Okay, that, that feels weird. You have to... Gotta specify. It feels weird that I have to try and give you an ultimatum not to try and kill yourself. I'm not, I don't try to kill myself. I, I there have been a couple of <laughs> there have been a couple of attempts to sacrifice the greater good. Was that sacrifice your own life? Maybe. Was it avoidable? <laughs> not in hindsight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He looks at Casper. He goes like, "All right. I, all jokes aside." I will, um, I will come back for that date. Good. And you'll have to also. No dying. I don't have a death wish. Mm, yeah, sure. You know, completely like you. Completely safe cushy life of a princess, but oh, not quite for me. I need to form two separate alter egos for dangerous adventures. That's because I want to make more of a difference than just one that involves me sitting on a chair. I've seen your files. You've you've jumped headfirst solo into some crazy situations. Yes, but I have also made sure that I had some backup. Like? The other soldiers. Mm, fair enough. There's a difference between being reckless and actively endangering yourself. It's a, fi it's a fine line that I'm not going to act like I haven't steered too close to before. But it's about learning from your experiences. So no more sacrificing yourself for the greater good. You're better off alive. Yeah. You sound too much like your, uh, like your aunt there, but I get you. Should I say fuck a few more times? Would that help? Honestly? 
a little bit. Well, in that case, uh, want to go get fucked up and dance? Already halfway there. No, it's that- <laughs> halfway there. Halfway there. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> yeah, so uh, you guys will uh, continue on with the night. Everything goes great. Can we roll to see how good we are at dancing? Uh, yeah, sure. You can. Uh... I rolled any dice all day. Oh or, no, this is per- this is performance, my friend. Uh, dancing is athletic. I'm calling it a performance check. So a performance eat my check. ass. Hey, I'm gonna have Kespa do it too. Yep, that's about what I thought it would be. What'd you get? A 10. Okay. I got an 11. Cool. But, Wintera, do you want to go ahead and do one, too? Yeah, sure. I don't think Wintera really knows what dancing is. I think that she's doing shenanigans with her siblings, and it somehow is resembling dancing. Um, no, actually, I just think she's fully doing shenanigans with her siblings on the dance floor because she got a three. Yeah, no, you guys are just, like, you're basically following Oliver's lead. <laughs> I'm imagining Aww. that like dancing, like um, bookworm dancing with, with Tara is like someone when like they dance with their cat, <laughs> and it, like like the cat's like kind of like involved, like is like letting it happen, but doesn't like have any concept of dancing as like a thing. It's yeah. it's just like she's just kind of been happen. picked up and is like being whisked around, and then when Tara is, it's like yay, pretty much. <laughs> like like long cat when you pick up the cat, you're yeah. like long when cat. Tara is long cat in it. <laughs> Uh, which may not be super dissimilar to what's going on with Arlo and Safe, because it is very clear that Kespa and Bargain are the ones who are sort of leading it more officially, because uh, they got a 19 and an 18, respectively. Yeah, I mean... That's it, why she's with Bargain, he can dance. It makes sense. I mean, Safe probably would have just learned how to dance from Varus and, and, like... And boy, is he good at it. <laughs> Arlo has a flashback of, like, Mom, can I take dance? Dance is not effective for combat. Okay. <laughs> I imagine you say something like that. I'm like, wow, you're pretty good for dancing when it's not effective for combat. <laughs> He's like, man, you're really good. Like, man, you're really good at dancing. Yeah, it's very effective for combat. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Just hits a nerve or some shit. Yeah, so you guys all do that. Um, Everything goes on. Um, it's a very wonderful evening. You all partake of the feast, and as such, will gain the benefits of Hero's Feast for the fight to come. Huzzah! Yay! Wow, this Faye Donald is really good. It's not Faye Donald, Arlo. Yeah, it is. No, we made it. It's very clearly not. It's right It's right next to these Faye Donald's bags, so... You brought those. I saw you pull them out of your Bjorn. Nope. The moral of the story is I helped and I put on a great wedding. He will deny, deny, deny. It doesn't matter how much proof you have. I'll give you half of what you said. Up until you try and claim the food. Fine. I will take that. (laughs) And as all of this uh, happens, Ryan actually steps sort of like to the head of the crowd and gets everyone's attention. Everyone, I realize that in the moment, we are here to celebrate the surprise union of two young people, and we are all very happy for them. We are happy to have this moment of peace and revelry, despite everything that has been going on. 
We need more nights like this. We need the world back to the way it was before. Tomorrow, we shall see that happen. When we open the portal, we will go in. My agents will storm the castle while the rest of us buy them time. The battle will not be easy. I cannot promise everyone will make it back. But I can promise you that me and everyone else here, the person to your left, the person to your right, the ones before you and behind you. We will all do what we can to make sure you get back. This is the final night of the apocalypse. Yay! A bunch of cheers break out. A slow clap. A slow clap starts. Someone starts. No, no. Who, who starts? The 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 cadet emerges from the bushes <laughs> to start a slow clap. <laughs> <laughs> Much to like right surprise I'm like where the fuck did this guy come from The cadet from the bushes Starts a slow clap He comes out behind Ryan So everyone can see and knows to join in And As that happens uh, She meets with all of you guys And the other teams and We're gonna sort of like break things down For you guys a little bit more specifically When that portal opens we shall try and set up a bottleneck to make the night walkers a little bit easier. She holds up this bottle and says, Thanks to the efforts of Team Outcast and Divine Shield, we've managed to acquire a number of these potions. They're made from a very rare plant, nearly impossible to replicate from a nearby mountain. It seems to offer some protection against the necrotic energies of night walkers. Give this to the army, buy them some time. Not much. That's why it's imperative all of you get into that castle. Find Vincent as soon as possible. Once you do, and she reaches into a bag and pulls out some small stones, one for each team. These are a summoning stone. I have the one that will connect to each of these. Activate it only once you have eyes on Vincent. And it will bring me and Team Outcasts into that spot. Bookworm has a rather unique ability to move into the dreams of another. The problem with fighting Vincent head-on is it is still Odot's body need to save him. So we'll need to stop Vincent from the inside. I have a close connection with him. Bookworm will bring the two of us along with whichever team is there inside of Vincent's mind so we can try and find where Odot is being held. Give him control back. Find a way to suppress if we're lucky, separate the 
Vincent. Once he's no longer in the picture, the Nightwalkers will have lost their link in this world. There's a very real chance that Vincent might end up being too powerful for us to face. So please, remember the name of this fight is to give Bookworm a chance to enter the dream where we stand on equal grounds. I wish you all the best. I know you all can do this. I chose each of you because of your abilities. You will prove it to me time and again. The teamwork that you all possess is second to none. forward to celebrating our victory with you all tomorrow. She hands each of you the stones. Say tackles her in a hug. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Honestly, if it wasn't for you all, I'd have been lost. Even now. These two especially have a very good way of finding people when they're lost. I was going to say the same thing about you and Seth. Considering how uh, far off the rails I went. Well, we're back now. And we're back for the biggest fight we've ever done. It all started with Fuckboy Supreme. Are we finally calling him that now? Carlos says, like, excitedly. <laughs> Fryden, like, nudges you on, like, the thigh and, like, I thought we have been calling him that. Yeah, yes. Barton even printed that. Actually, Bar- Barton did print out those uh, posters you wanted. They were hanging up. Arlo looks over to Barton with, like, tears in his eyes, like, is it true? Barton looks away. You think it's from you for a moment, but then you feel a cold, dark Dare coming from behind you, and you realize he's actually averting his gaze from Ryan, who is pissed to hear this. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny this accusation. Arlo completely missing the gaze at this point, like sweeps Barton up in a hug, and like, oh, you beautiful man! Please don't make it too obvious, my god! <laughs> you mad lad, you did it! Whatever happens tomorrow, it's for Odart. For Odart. For Odart. For Odart. And that is where we shall pause our tale for now. Hello, everyone. This is your sometimes benevolent, often malevolent dungeon master, Jordan Hoshi Roman. Thank you for listening to this episode. Next episode is going to mark the beginning of the final battle of Campaign 1. We hope you're as excited as, about this as we are. But before we can get to that, we do have some business to take care of. And don't leave just yet, because as always, we do have some bloopers from this episode. that didn't quite get to make the cut, but still worth a listen. If you really are excited about this series and can't wait to hear how we wrap it up before moving on to Campaign 2, head on over to our Patreon where you can get all sorts of crazy other things. Things like our peek behind the screen after show where we talk about episodes just like this one and every other one that we've done. We have monthly Tales of episodes, which are little short stories that add on to the lore of the show, sometimes in a big way, sometimes in a minor way. 
Uh, you can also get shout outs like our newest patron, Long Homestead, as well as some old classics like SC Lark and our good friend over from Bard Rock Cafe, Paul. We also have a website over at agentsofdam.com where you can get our transcriptions, cast bios, and a link to our merch store, which you can also find at tpublic.com slash user slash AOD. You can follow us on all of our social medias, including but not limited to Facebook over at AOD, Instagram and TikTok at Agents of Damned, and Hive and Twitter over at Agents of D. Our social media handles personally are myself is Pokechap, Christina is Greekachu, Katie is Missy Mystery, M-Y-S-S-Y Mystery, and Drew is at Liger Cero, Liger C-E-R and the number zero. Don't forget to join us at our Discord server, which you can find a link to down in the episode description, and a link to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash AODcast. Currently, I'm doing a stream of Rampa, which is surprisingly a lot of fun for me. I think I might be insane. But regardless, don't forget to leave us a review and share the show with a friend. Those are the words I wanted. And until the beginning of the end... Bye. I'm trying to figure out a new dessert option for the menu. Apparently, people don't like dark chocolate anchovy grill parfait! Hmm. It is an interesting issue. Have you considered searching outside of our sales? Perhaps might I might recommend uh, Just Cheesecakes by Tina Rose. Who that? Who that? Why, Just Cheesecake by Tina Rose is local bakery that specializes in cheesecake found in southern Charlotte, North Carolina. As the name implies, they make cheesecake. That all? I mean, hell, I can do that. Oh, Betty, you misunderstand. They make so many. They have regular cheesecake. They have cupcake cheesecake. They have so many amazing options for you to choose from. Hmm, interesting. Where can I find them? You can find them on Facebook.com at Just Cheesecakes by Tina Rose. There they have all sorts of pictures of all of the different cheesecake that they make. And when you're ready to order, you can contact them there. Hmm, sounds good. I guess I'll give that a shot. Remember, Betty, it's just cheesecakes by Tina Rose. Listeners, there's a real piece of paper that it reads off of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have my computer in front of me this time, which is normally where that... I don't just ad lib that. I'm just saying like, it was so official. Like you pulled out the paper and then you like, yes. like you tapped it down the desk like tonight on news. Tonight I'm gonna <laughs> have myself a real good time. So a group of four people with ADHD got into a room together. What could possibly go wrong? That's the punchline. Oh, that was.
a joke. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, let's get ourselves on track. Um, what the yeah. fuck did I want Winterry to say to Bookworm before you guys made me forget? <laughs> I love the anymore. Hmm? Anymore. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, from say, oh. Mm. Yeah, no, I, to be perfectly clear, I'm the one that's grossed out by that conversation. That was typical for Saith. She's used to that. And, uh, you know, so while, while I'm the one going, <laughs> Saith also knows what it's like to be a soft top and a hard bottom. Yes, exactly. Oh, God. I've seen that bottom. It's top notch. <laughs> Ooh, boy, okay. The guy from the bushes tries to start another slow clap at the moment is already passed. <laughs> this was also far more of a private conversation, <laughs> so he was very much just eavesdropping. <laughs> Sounds like if you tried to make Alexa into, like, a dominatrix. It <laughs> sounds like you're like, you're like, Alexa, like, Alexa, spit on me and call me scum. I could call you stupid if you like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying really hard not to have tea come out my nose. So, no, Alexa, next insult. What's really funny is that you can set yourself a nickname, and so you can have your, your Alexa call you something like Master or... Daddy. I was literally no. just gonna or, say daddy. No. Or 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 Mommy. Um, Listeners, if you have your Alexa, call yourself something like like daddy or mommy or master. So stop it. Get help. <laughs> <laughs> Fix your life. Do no. No, know that I, I hear you and I see you and I do not support you. <laughs> No, we just start a train. No, we start a marriage train. Start a marriage train. We just get everybody in. Like we've put out announcements like, hey everybody, we want to get married. We're doing a marriage train. Get on up in here. Marriage train today. And it was like, next. Now I'm pronouncing you married. High fives, pop, pop. Next. And I'll pronounce you married. Anyway. Let that go on for far too long. <laughs> sometimes sometimes when Drew's talking, I just space out. I just let him talk. And then I come back to and I'm like, wait, he's still talking. Oh, that's hurtful. I love you. Do anyway. You? Yes. Anyway. <laughs> you simply are now engaged. And you must accept this fact. Monogama. Monogama. Fuck the both of Monogama. you. <laughs> Don't you join them. <laughs> Don't you dare encourage this. <laughs> Listen, the fact that we got Christina in on it. <laughs> I know, that's, that's how you know problem. it's a good bit. That's how you know it's a good bit. That's why he calls him daddy. <laughs> so upsetting. Is Jasper a top or a bottom? No. Yes. Stop. Soft <laughs> top. And a hard bottom. Stop. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I'm leaving. I'm going somewhere. I don't know where, but I'm leaving. <laughs> okay, but we all know who the true master of romance is. 
Are we going based off of the logic that Arlo just dropped or like real logic? Oh, okay. Yeah. El- uh, elsewhere in the van. It's Rick. Mm. No. Oh. Rick Slavin. That is no. not who I thought you meant. No. Arlo, I'm so glad you decided to come to me about your romantic issues. I'm ripped for her pleasure. Oh, Arlo no. sees that thought bubble visually represented <laughs> and he stabs it with a knife. It's <laughs> ah, almost my head. <laughs> Sorry, thought bubble. You know how it is. No, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Laotian making his dick grease. Right. Oh, oh, yep. Mm -hmm. Making his dick wet with pigeon grease. Thank you. I have an episode title now. No, we can't. We are. I refuse. I will go change it. Do it. I will change it if you do that. I'll change it back. I have that power. Uh, so do I. Get his dick wet with pigeon grease. No. Hey, add us at social on social media on which episode title you saw when you listened to this episode. <laughs>